0: welcome my name is paula ramirez and this is chicana mom's podcast this podcast is dedicated to all the hardworking chicana moms and their familias we talk about life parenting the emotions we go through as human beings the journeys of the struggles and triumphs life stories god education music and more i strongly believe we're connected in this world Unidas creamos cambio. Querer es poder. Now let's get started. Welcome Chicana Moms and Fathers. I hope you are doing amazing. Um today Sunday is for me a very nice Sunday. It's just relaxing. Um and I am enjoying organizing my son's birthday party. I love to organize you guys. Like I love to decorate and um just create just things. I don't know. I can't even explain it. I just love to organize Um, my kids birthday parties i've always had a birthday party for them since they were little and thank god i was able to give that give that to them i know that for me growing up it was really hard for my parents to kind of go out on their way and and celebrate our birthdays but i am grateful that i'm able to give that to my kids to both of my sons and i don't think you probably have touched base on my kids i am uh, well let me tell you guys something like I am not the type of mom that talks about the kids like in a way of bragging. I don't. I don't know. I grew up um, not hearing my mom do that, Um, and it's not that the bragging is just like they're so private to me, you guys. And I don't know. I guess I I say that because I would always see you know some moms share about their babies, and I love I love babies. I love kids. Um, but I know that there are some parents that just go overboard and, you know, that's fine. That's on them. But for me, I've noticed how some people don't respond so well when people share, um, their kids, you know, achievements or just anything. And I would see how people's faces would kind of be like, okay, can you stop talking about it? And some of them will actually tell me, and it was like, wow, like, there's people that really don't like to hear other people's stories about their kids. I don't mind. I love it. But to me, um, sharing about my kids is something that's just very private to me um, because I don't think that they really probably understand my, my joy. Maybe they will. Maybe they're not. But I don't know, you guys. It's not that never, ever um, have I been that type of person. I just don't want to make people uncomfortable. I don't know. It might sound weird. I don't know if you're understanding what I'm saying, but either way, um, you will be hearing me talk about my kids um, here and there, but I don't like to come across in a way where I'm just like, my kids are the best in the world, da, da, da. Like, no, I'm not going to do that <laughs> because my kids are just special and they're very loving for me, you know? I had heard this saying, Mama Cuervo, Right. You love your kids. You see them. They're like, they're so beautiful to me. But obviously to other people, they're not going to see our kids as beautiful as the way we see them. So that, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. But yes, I'm actually getting ready to organize for my son's birthday. And it's pretty interesting because the theme, um, there was two themes that he wanted. One was video games. Um, and the other one was UCLA. So I asked him, you need to pick one. I said, video games, you know, that's not really a good productive thing in life. So what do you think that it would be best to pick UCLA? So thank God he agreed. And he said he wanted UCLA because that is his future college that he, uh, university that he wants to attend. And I want to just have him remember also his 10th birthday as UCLA because it's his dream he wants to play football and that's one of the things about my husband he doesn't want him to play football right now it's a very dangerous game I understand but that's what he wants to do and you know eventually um you know we have to support him obviously but that's what I've been up to you guys just organizing my son's birthday party um I have my teenager Andrew and I'm always like Talking to him, he's so, like, in my eyes, of course. He's so awesome. I love um, his adolescence stage. It is really nice. So, other than that, of what I've been up to, um, today, the topic that I want to talk to you about is fear. The reason I came up with this um, topic of today because as I was organizing my son's birthday party, I sometimes stuff myself and I'm like, wow, he's 10 years old. And then my mind just kind of goes, I'm like, oh my God, he's going to be 13 in three years. And my oldest one's going to be 18 um, in two years. Like my mind is just going and going. And I think as parents, one of the things that we do is we have fear, we have so much fear in us that sometimes we don't realize it. Like it's kinda of like a roller coaster. Like we fear and then we're kind of like chill, like, okay, I'm good, I get it. And then we come back up. It's like a nonstop roller coaster. And fear can interrupt our lives so bad in a bad way. But I think fear is good and bad. And that's what I kinda of wanna to talk to you about. Um, el miedo. El miedo que le tenemos a la vida. The fear that we have towards life sometimes, and everyone's fear is so different in many ways and in many levels. So that's what I wanna talk to you about today, which is fears. Let's get started. Okay, so are you afraid? Are you afraid of doing things in your life? I think I would always like to start with a question like that. Just, just having you think. Are you afraid of your life? Do you think that the things that are coming into our life is something that we should be afraid of or should we get excited about? Fears are good and they can be bad. Now one of the things about fear is that we should not let fear stop us from living, from breathing, from enjoying the small things in our lives. This is a definition of fear, you guys, and it's pretty interesting. So fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous. So it's a belief. It's not a fact. We don't know if it's actually going to happen. Majority of the things that we worry about and when I say the word worrying, it's also fear. We are afraid of the unknown. What are people going to say? How, you know? What if something wrong or something bad happens to me? Or something bad happens to those who I love? What if I fail? Those are just common fears that every single individual on this planet has. And if you answer the question, When I asked, do you have any fears? What are you afraid of? And your answer is, yes, I do. And if you at some point find yourself stuck and you're like, no, I actually don't have any fears. I actually have never met anyone that has no fears. Even those people who find themselves strong and positive. We all have them. We all have those fears. So remember, it's an unpleasant emotion. We don't want to have fears in our lives. We don't want to think about things that can go wrong. But thoughts are the ones that control our emotions. And it's so important to understand our fears, you guys, because we have to see them. I don't know. This is the way I perceive fear. I feel like fear is somewhat like a, like a monster in a way. Not like a, like a, not a demon, but like, like a monster. It's like, I think that fear of like pushing us to do good and then fear of like, no, you better stay stuck there because I want to win. <laughs> I don't know. That's how I perceive it. It's, it. Call me weird. But I feel like we have to look at fear in the face and pretty much say, get the hell out of my face. Get out of my way because I am going to prove myself different from this. I'm going to prove that I am not letting fear take over my life. I've always heard this before. I heard this before a while back, you guys. And it was about the cemetery being the most richest place in this whole entire planet. Because many people die with so many dreams. Imagine how many inventions of ideas that... Those people had it, but they didn't bring them out to the light because they were afraid of what people were going to say about them. Who cares about what people say? They're going to say good things, um, bad things. They're going to say bad things about the things that you do good, and they're going to say bad things about the things probably obviously that you're not doing good. And overall, it's like a journey that we're living life in a way that you want to breathe and live the life your way as long as no one else gets hurt if one person is suffering in this planet everyone else suffers you guys and I think that in our inner society um, it's just there's a lot of disconnection um, this weekend I actually went to Los Angeles uh, Museum of the Holocaust and my nine-year-old wanted to go there and he my two boys love history So, of course, we took them, and I took my parents, because they actually had never gone to a museum um, like that. And as we're walking and listening to the stories of these people, of the Jewish uh, individual, I was going to say community, but of all the Jewish individuals who were mistreated, I mean, they were killed. They died and being separated by their loved ones. It just makes me think like what was Hitler thinking? What were all of his soldiers and everyone else thinking to be able to get to that extent of hurting someone else? And as I'm Talking to you about fear, I think that people who have so much misery and are wanting to hurt someone else's feelings, is because they're afraid. They're afraid of being part of, they, well, I guess I can't even say, you know, I, it's just insane to me how they can kill so many thousands and thousands and thousands of people. But I think that crime has a lot to do with fear, fear of getting caught, fear of um, not knowing how to survive or to give their children um, the needs, uh, basic things that they need, like food. I I actually, this, when was it? I think it was two days ago. I took my son to the Dollar Tree. He wanted some little soldier toys and I saw this young man almost walking out of the, the store. And this uh, worker was running out towards him. And she told him, hey, you can't leave the store until you pay for something. And he got really nervous. And uh, he went back to, um, I guess, I don't know. He was kind of, I could tell he was playing it off because he felt so embarrassed. But all I saw in his hand was a water bottle. And I think it was like a candy box. So it was food. And I was like, okay, he, he got scared. He definitely did. So I was waiting for him to come close to the cashier so I can buy his water and candy. He took a long time, so I had to go. But as I left thinking about him, I said, wow, you know, what, what's behind his story? Is he afraid of succeeding for his well-being for his future, um, what are his fears? I don't know, you guys. The way the way I think is just so out there sometimes. That when when I think of fear, I think of anger. I think of frustration. I think of sadness, depression, anxiety. I, that's what I think of. All of those um, emotions went under the word fear. I think people, at some extent in their life, you know. They, we all go to school, right? Our parents or, or, or caregivers take us to, to school when we were little. And throughout the journey of, of our childhood stages, we would really just think, okay, what do I want to be when I grow up, right? Because that's some of the questions that we would ask, be asked by a teacher or anyone. What do you want to be when you grow up? And a lot of us, I, I know I remember saying I wanted to be a teacher, I remember some of my friends would say, "Oh, I want to be a firefighter, I want to be a doctor. I want you know, all these like high careers, doc, nurses, um, veterinarian, etc." And not a lot of people reached to accomplish that dream that they had when they were little. Maybe because obviously it changes, I understand but there's some that don't. And even if they do change down the line um, throughout life, there's always some sort of dream that every single human being has in this planet. And sometimes fear inter- interferes, right? The word "fears" interferes. Um, in giving a man or a woman, that pause of Do not go to school. You're worthless. Don't go back to school. You're stupid. Don't go back to school because you're not going to graduate. Don't go back to school because, are you kidding me? You can't even afford it. There's a certain voice that we all have that's feeding us every day with fear and then we start believing it. Don't believe that voice. Your own inner thoughts do not define who you are and will never define your future. If you are that type of person that has put school on hold for your children and for any reason, if that is something that you've always wanted to accomplish, do it. Do it. There's nothing wrong with that. Give yourself that confidence. Remind yourself why you want to do it. We have to teach our kids, for example, that going back to school at their, even, you know, whatever age you are, there's nothing wrong with that. It's better late than never, right? Returning to school. I've had many clients tell me, Paula, I want to go back to school, but I don't think, you know, I do doubt myself and I don't think I'm going to be able to afford it. I don't think, I don't even know what to do. All I tell them is like, look, contact the counselor of that university or college you want to go to and ask them questions. Talk to them. Give them a little bit of that doubt that you have so that they can see where you're coming from because sometimes we need to be told different from what we're thinking in our minds because we can be wrong so talking to a counselor talking to a friend that's going to encourage you to move forward but at the end of the day it's your choice to make that action now let's talk about the fears of learning how to say no to people you know that's a fear if you're afraid of telling people no because you don't you're afraid of what they're going to think about you, what they're going to say about you. Who cares? If they truly know who you are, they will be there. But if they at some point doubt who you are and obviously don't know you, there's a possibility then, yes, they're probably going to walk away. And you know what? They have that right to. And that should never ever affect your life. To the point of that you're going to stop living. Because it's not worth it. Learning how to say no. Takes a lot of responsibility. It provides you that. Word that I'm thinking about. Which I would say is dignity. That dignity within you. So that you don't. Feel like you're betraying yourself over and over and over. When you teach yourself how to say no to people, you don't even have to say, Oh, I'm sorry, I can't do this. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't have to apologize all the time. Just own it. Just say it. I'm not able to do that today. And that's it. I mean, I know it sounds kind of like we're all used to saying, I'm sorry, I can't do it. But you, there's no need to apologize. If they know where you're coming from, that's fine. And if they don't, then they don't, right? I mean, it all depends the tone of voice you're using and the body language and the eye contact and all that, of course. But learning how to say no gives you the self-respect, that you're owning something, that you are obeying, I guess I would say, that you are following your own morals, your, your dignity of who you are. So if you find it difficult to say no to people, the only person you are betraying at the end of the day is yourself. And that actually builds up with frustration and anger. Because at the end of the day, you wanted to say no and you ended up saying yes. So that's just something that you would have to practice. It takes a while. Yes, it does. Because I remember being there. I would always say yes to certain people. And then I was like, I didn't want to. But now I'm just like, you know what? If I can't or if I don't want to, I'm going to say no. That's it. Not a not in a rude manner, of course. But it's respecting myself and it's also respecting them. And why is it that I would respect them? Because I'm being truthful to them as well. Does that make sense? So fears of not going back to school and saying no to people. That's also... Um, it's a fear of not knowing how to say no. Now, the fear of loving someone, that's a very common one, that fear of giving a piece of your heart to someone that might not take care of it. But this is the thing. It's not even about handing over a piece of you. You're going to share your life with someone, here if you're with them, um, boyfriend and girlfriend, or with your husband or a partner. Um, but loving someone is what I would say, loving you, you have to love yourself. Many people have come to this point of like, it's so hard for me to date and be with someone because I don't know even if they're genuine enough to love me the way I love them. And Yes, we will share a piece of ourselves. I understand like our time, you know, our energy, but not that you're handing over your whole entire heart into their hands because we already know that when it comes to love, love hurts, right? And if you want to visualize it in the manner that I gave you everything and I gave you my heart and my soul, whatever, no, you don't hand over your whole soul, your whole heart. You give them a piece of your heart and they have to earn it. They have to earn that trust to get your heart. Don't just hand it over right away. If we perceive it as handing over something that belongs to us, then that's when we feel so much of like that trauma, that that experience that, you know what, I was hurt in the past and I feel like everyone else is going to hurt me. It's not the people that are hurting you. It's, you not knowing how to put those boundaries for yourself. Taking this step forward to understanding your fears. And once you understand those fears when it comes to love, creating this self-respect guide, however you want to perceive it, your morals and following them. People will only respect us when we respect ourselves first. So if we don't want people to cross their like, boundaries with us and you know, call us certain names or treat us a certain way. If we allow them to do it, of course they're going to just treat us like a doormat. But we have to set that tone first, you guys. We have to set it or else people are not going to understand it. They're not going to understand our morals and our self-respect if we don't make a statement. In a very respectful manner, of course. Now, learning new things. That can be a trade. um, Habits. You know, from negative to positive. But learning new things in life is so important. I think it's, yes, it's easier said than done. But if you've always wanted to learn something. And you're just like, oh, I can't do it. I don't have time. Well, We all get the same amount of time every single day. And it's pretty interesting how some other individuals are using it to their advantage and they're creating many amazing things versus the ones that get the same amount of hours and they're not creating anything. So just being open and learning new things. Accepting our own emotions. That's part of fear as well. It's like numbing. Numbing our emotions. I don't want to feel sad today. I'm going to go shopping. Um, I don't, you know, I'm nervous today. Let me go get some alcohol or a wine or whatever. And it's always gravitating to external things. When it comes to fear and the emotions, just own it. It's okay. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to be angry sometimes. It's okay to get frustrated. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be jealous. If there's, I mean... When I say jealous, I don't mean like, okay, psychotic pretty much to the point of willing to do whatever it takes to hurt someone. I'm not saying to that extent, but I'm saying to the point of like those emotions, like, okay, I felt hurt. Any emotion that you feel, it's okay to not be okay sometimes. Try your best to catch yourself if you have found yourself doing something that makes you better, like, for example, shopping, especially for us women. Um, it's like, oh, I feel sad or, you know, I feel frustrated. I'm going to go shopping. And then we end up hurting our wallets. And then after that, it's like we feel guilty because, damn, I overspent. It's just kind of a cycle that goes around or whatever. Um, that's just one an example that I'm thinking about because that happens to me sometimes. And it's just like, okay, I'm going to go shopping. And it's just learning how to say no, 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 no. I'm not going to go to the store just because I feel frustrated or bored. And it works, let me tell you. At first, it's like, oh my gosh. But, I mean, I think that we're not going to stop shopping completely, 100%. Like, not to go to the stores ever because we obviously have to go. But we just have to be very careful. And me personally, I have come a long way and I am proud of myself. So, that's what I'm saying. That whenever we feel frustrated sad, or angry, let's not gravitate to external things. Just own it and ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? Do your own like searching. Search into your mind, into your heart and figure out where the fear is coming from. Why are you so scared to admit to yourself that you're sad and that you're afraid or etc.? Now, Another type of fear is disciplining our children. There is a fear of learning, obviously we were talking about earlier, learning how to say no. And I think I would also touch that with parenting. There's many parents that have a difficult time telling their kids no, disciplining um, their child by you know setting rules by, by just being firm um, and sticking with no. I'm sorry, you're not going to take this today because of this. Or you don't even have to say sorry. (laughs) But it's just remembering that if we give in to our kids, we're only thinking about ourselves. We want to make sure that our kids understand the importance of, well, that the world doesn't revolve around them. And that they're part of a community. And they're part of this planet to create great things. And that's actually where they learn. They learn from discipline. Um, It's not easy, you guys. It is not easy. And those things about parenting, well, we like to parent when it's more convenient to us. And we just really need to grow with our children when they're challenging us. And that's a fear. And we can't let that win, obviously. Getting a new job, that's another fear, you guys. So many people are working at a job where they feel so miserable, but that fear of I can't find anything else better than what I know. This is the best that can be, you know, wherever I'm at because of the pay. Even if I'm like suffering here and I feel horrible, I'm tired, I feel frustrated and angry. Getting a new job. Have that confidence in you to not let that go don't let go of that job until you find a better one, of course. But do the surge. You'll be surprised. You do have something so awesome to give to another company that's willing to take care of you. It's just about you making the time. Now, another fear I would say is talking to people. There are many people who have uh, social anxiety, social phobias of talking to people about just like small talk um, asking for help towards other people you know hey can you help me or it's it's crazy we have to get used to living in this planet because there's so many human beings around us that we just need to make sure we learn how to accept other people's uh, mistakes that we are not perfect but also that they're not perfect and because we know that, to feel comfortable to make some sort of connection with other human beings. You will be surprised as to how many people are wanting and waiting for you to do a small talk about their shirt, their their hat, their shoes, their kids. It's it's awesome. I know I am a talker. So if I'm at the store and I see someone with something that I'm just like, that looks so nice. I, I go up to them and I'm like, I think that's such a cute shirt. Oh, well, thank you. And then small talk. And then, you know, we move on, but I know I've impacted them and I've impacted myself because I did a connection with another human being. I don't know, call me crazy, but I love to talk to people. I really do. Um, and it's pretty funny as i um, actually thinking this because my husband is a little bit sort of the opposite he's more chill kind of quiet but once you get to know him he opens up but I'm more like pooh let's talk let's say this oh my god yeah (laughs) it's interesting but talking to people I think um, learning how to step out of our comfort zone because a comfort zone can turn into fear and we want to get out there's more out in the world than a comfort zone you guys I guess the last thing that I have listed here is sharing your emotions. Share your emotions with those who you know are going to listen to you, not criticize you. And there, unfortunately, there are going to be some family members, yes, family members, who are going to criticize you for you um, expressing your emotions and your thoughts and your beliefs and your dreams. So maybe you want to stay away from those individuals. Share your emotions and your thoughts and your dreams with people who really are willing to push you to achieve whatever dreams and to help you with whatever emotions you're going through. There's no such thing as an individual suffering alone. It's actually a choice. It's a choice to suffer alone, you guys. There's so many people who are willing to help you. So many. We just have to get out of that comfort zone and say, you know what? It's time for me to get help because even the strong will break. So I guess overall, as I speak about fear, this is something that I've always told myself and I hope it helps you. Never feel less. Never feel less. If you ever find yourself criticizing other people or you feel jealous and you compare yourself, it's because you feel less. And that's a fear. Because you don't have this confidence in you that you can achieve more than what they have. No. There's enough success for everyone, you guys. There is enough success for everyone. There's no need to compete with people. We all have this certain way of being. Or planting a seed in this planet to impact other people. There's good things behind fear. And when you take that step forward to achieve that dream. And to confront fear in the face and say get the heck out of here. Your largest fear carries your greatest growth learn how to get out of that comfort zone believe in yourself you are amazing you're amazing I say this with confidence because I believe in human beings I believe that we have this special ability to create the most beautiful things in this planet no matter where it is that you work you have a gift in order for that gift to come out into this world you have to polish it and make it shine it's up to you no one else Fear stands for false evidence appearing real. Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Be truthful. Be courageous. Breathe life as we only have one. Thank you so much for listening to me. I wish you the best in everything you do. I hope that in this week, you can think of one thing that you can do to step out of your comfort zone so that you're able to grow and reach for the stars. Thank you so much. Take care, and I'll be back soon. Bye.